Who's that guy? You know who I am. Yeah, I know who I am. One for the players at the crib, dank and drinks, and two is for the sound hootie hoo that I make. Nice ride. Where did hoodies come from? I saw Val Kilmer once. He was walking outside of a dumpling shop in a trench coat. Don't use ketchup on your hot dog. You're the number one meal with a large root beer. I'm an emotional creature. Don't open that door! <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. The Nate Show Podcast is presented by Safe Kicker Media Group. Please follow the show at The Nate Show on Facebook and at That's Nate Cox on Instagram. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. It's time. Happy New Year, or for the sake of this show, Happy Nate Year. I want to thank... Right off the bat, I want to thank my guy, Joey Newton, for putting that song that you just heard, the music that you just heard, that dope beat that you just heard, for putting that together. Um, What a wonderful piece of music that is. I know I kind of ruined it with the clips that I put over top of it, Um, but that's neither here nor there. Thank you again, Joey, for doing that. Uh, That is going to be the new intro. Um, I failed to mention, though like in the middle of that intro where I'm, I'm saying you can follow along with the show face or the, that robot voice is doing that. Um, that was put together a few days ago. And just today, the Nate show website officially launched. You can go to the Nate show 423.com and check that out. If you so choose, um, you can find links to, you know, obviously the podcast you're listening to now, you can find links to other things there, a little bit of a rundown, a little basic outline of what the Nate show is. And there'll be a lot more stuff being added to that. So make sure you're checking that out. The Nate show 423.com finally have the website going. So let's address the elephant in the room. But before we do that, let's actually address the elephant in the room, the terminology and where that comes from. Because you heard in that intro, where do hoodies come from? And that's actually a clip taken from an episode, where do hoodies come from, uh, that I did maybe two years or so ago, but it's available if, you, if you're scrolling back wherever you're listening to this. If you scroll back through the episode list, you can find that episode, so definitely check that out. It's a short episode, uh, much like this one will be uh, more than likely. But um, anyway, so the elephant in the room, the expression elephant in the room... Um, is a metaphorical idiom in English for an important or enormous topic, question, or controversial issue that is obvious or that everyone knows about, but no one mentions or wants to discuss because it makes at least some of them uncomfortable or is personally, socially, or politically embarrassing, controversial, inflammatory, or dangerous. It is based on the idea slash thought that something as conspicuous as an elephant can appear to be overlooked in codified social interactions and that sociology slash psychology of repression also operates on the macro scale. Various languages across the world have words that describe similar concepts. Um, This was the origin of this, uh, because that's sort of the usage of it, which I think we kind of all, you know, at one point or another in our life have heard that terminology. Um, Let me move my mic here a little bit. Um, In 1814, Ivan Krylov, who was a poet and fabulist, not the rapper fabulous, that's a different person, uh, 
wrote a fable entitled The Inquisitive Man, which tells of a man who goes to a museum and notices all sorts of tiny things, but fails to notice an elephant. The phrase obviously went on to, to become proverbial. Um, there are other examples given. It says that the first recorded use of the phrase was as a simile in the New York Times on June 2nd, 1959. Quote, financing schools has become a problem about equal to having an elephant in the living room. It's so big you just can't ignore it. End quote. Um, there's some dispute to this. The website PhraseFinder says the first known use in print is from 1952, but that example is not given. Um, there's, a early, there's an earlier example, way earlier given, uh, back to 1915. Um, there was a, uh, in the British Journal of Education, there was a, uh, the sentence was presented as a trivial illustration of a question British schoolboys would be able to answer, quote, is there an elephant in the classroom, end quote. I don't really think that that qualifies as, you know, this term, hey, let's address the elephant in the room. I think that's probably one of those things where it's just like, is there an elephant in the classroom? I don't think that it's quite the same thing. Uh, there are other examples given. I'm not going to read them. You can feel free to look these up at your own leisure. Uh, but that is the origin of it. I had always uh, sort of wondered uh, where that came from. And I like doing stuff like this on the podcast. I like, you know, discussing the origins, like I said, with hoodies and now with this phrase. And uh, there are several, uh, you know, we did Hootie Who on the last episode. Where did that come from? And you know, I learned from that that most people associated that with the Andy Griffith show. I always thought of it as an outcast uh, lyric and as a, a hip-hop reference, um, but shows you how little I know. Now, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. I may not even make it to 10 minutes on this episode, and, and some of you out there have had a joke to throw in there when I just said that. That's fine. This is, like I said... A, a, I don't even know if I did say this or not, but this is a bit of a reboot. And we've talked about that in the past. Uh, I don't want to address the past. I want to address, you know, the future 2021 and moving forward. A lot of things going on uh, really in everyone's lives. So I, I understand that when things go on in my life, it's not exclusive. I mean, the stuff that's happening to me, obviously, is exclusive to me. But people having problems, especially the year 2020, that's not, you know, and, you know, I can't blame the year of the pandemic, you know, on the stuff that, that I've been through. Um, so that seems like a, a good lead in to, you know, sort of where I'm at, literally, at this point. Uh, the reason that you haven't heard a podcast in a couple months, the reason that I haven't, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, that I haven't posted as much or you know, to my friends and family, why you haven't seen me as much um, or communicated with me as much. There are, like I said, there are several things and I'm not going to go into all of them, uh, but I've been spending quite a bit of time, uh, you know, trying to get my mind right and trying to get some things in order. Um, and I, I feel like, I truly believe that at this point, I am uh, on the right track to doing that, sort of taking things a day at a time, living in the moment. Uh, but I want to go ahead and, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to dive super deep into a, uh, a big personal speech or whatever. Uh, but I feel like this would be a good platform to discuss this. Um, if you're new to the show, I live and am located in Johnson City, Tennessee. And most of you already know that. Now, um, a, a couple months ago, around 
I would say around early mid-October, uh, there was consideration uh, being given to moving out of the what we refer to affectionately as the Tri-Cities, Johnson City, Kingsport, Bristol area of Tennessee, and moving, uh, of all places, to New York, to Brooklyn, to be more specific. And this was facilitated and, and discussed. And at first it was discussed, mm, I would say maybe sarcastically and jokingly, at least on my end. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to move to New York. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then this was something that became a, a serious, more serious thing. And it was one of those things where I, uh, I started to take it uh, quite a bit more seriously. And... As uh, I will say this, and, and I don't want to mention any names, and, and I don't want to uh, cause any problems for anybody, so I'm going to try to keep this uh, fairly low-key as I've discussed this in sort of a coded language. Um, but I had grown, uh, in a very short period of time, uh, I had grown very close to an individual that lived in Brooklyn. I'll just say it that way. Um and this is how this was all going to be facilitated was I was it was going to be and go up there and my stuff and be able to help out and do everything I already had talked to my job about you know transferring and, and obviously I could take this and do this you know the creative endeavors that I plan on doing what better place in New York City to take these things and so I had fully committed to the idea of this I'm like you know what you only YOLO you only live once yeah just go for it and um as I start to, because I remember tell, I've told a few friends, like, hey, I'm going to do this. You know, we I went out and played trivia one night here in Johnson City with my mask on, of course. And, you know, after each rant or after each question, you can request a song. And they don't get to all the songs. But, you know, I requested. Once I decided I was going to do this, I remember requesting Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z, Alicia Keys. Because I'm like, I'm in that New York state of mind. Like, I'm like... I'm back in the New York groove, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm there. And so a week or so goes by and then, you know, this individual's plans uh because of their job and because of their work changed and you know, this person had put in for a job that they maybe thought they weren't going to get and then it ends up they get it, but the fun thing is is that that job is not in New York. That job is in Texas and I won't say where. But it's in the middle of Texas, a land in Texas in the middle of the state. So this at first made me go, man, like, I want to move just for the sake of moving at this point. Like, um, you know, but I didn't completely rule it out, but I thought, well, that's pretty much it for that. That's pretty much it. Like, I'm not going to move them, stay here. I have my eyes on a place I would like to move in a couple years. But I was like, okay, well, I need to just focus all my energy on that because going to Texas isn't going to help me, literally isn't going to help me get closer to that. Excuse me. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, well, everything that if you, and if you go back and listen to, uh, you know, last dance of the theater and a few of the previous episodes that I've done on here, you'll come to find that all of the things that I was doing in 2019 in the beginning of 2020, I'm not doing those anymore. 
And you know, again, that's not to blame the pandemic or anything, but that heavily influenced a lot of this stuff. When, when two of the facilities that I used to perform in closed within the same month, it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I was pretty much literally, I won't say ground zero, but I was at a point where I'm just like, okay, well, what is there left for me to do in Johnson City? Why not go to Texas? A literal fresh start. And then, you know, one of the caveats to this individual's job is this is a two-year thing. At the end of those two years or so, um, they can either decide to stay in Texas as part of this job or, or move pretty much wherever else. And I thought that's cool. But then, you know, as things go along, it's like, it's, it's really, I put my own future. I I'd sacrificed everything once in Johnson city. And this isn't blaming anyone. I'm blaming me for this so that I could move to Knoxville with an hour and a half away. Not a big deal. And I remember how big at the time of a step that was for me and how much it affected me. Now I've grown and matured since then, but I thought, man, to give up, like to to leave family, to leave friends and do all that just to go to Texas when the plans have already changed multiple times. And now you could literally be stuck in the middle of a land in Texas with no recourse, 18 hour drive. Like, I mean, the airport, there's big major cities within four or five hours of where I was going to be. So it wasn't like, you know, I, I could have figured it out. I would have figured it out. And once again, I had the work situation figured out there too. I quite literally got the approval like the day of, like the day that it was sort of decided that I wasn't going to make this move after all, like work had said, all right, you're good for the whole Texas thing. We good. And it was like, okay, wow. Like it made it real to me. Cause like the New York one was one where we had reached out and never really heard back. And so when it changed to Texas and I was able to do that, it was like, cool. Like, and especially when that other store emailed back and said, yeah, you're good. You know, and had requested its information. It's like, uh, this is really going to happen. But that day was also the day that I found out that, Hey, it's, it's like, it's, I don't even think that there was an official, like, Hey, we're not doing this. Are we? It was more of just like, we both sort of recognized that this isn't like, it was almost unspoken. And it was like, you know, there was still an opportunity to go visit and hang out in New York for a little bit, but it was just like, it was Thanksgiving and, I don't know if you've read the news lately, but, you know, there's a pandemic going on. And so I just, I bailed on that too. And then since then, I've not had any interaction with this individual. And that's fine. I hope this person's doing well. And if they somehow stumble across this and listen to it, you know, I have zero uh, issue or hard feelings. I I think people do what they need to do. And, you know, this is an individual that is is doing a really impressive and a a really major job and something that, uh, honestly, I could never do. Um, it's very serious work and very long hours. And, you know, this person is, I've known, I've known of this person for a long time, but to really get close in a short period of time, just, you come to find out that incredibly driven, incredibly hard worker. So again, there's, there's no ill will, you know, and it's something that I only told a few people that I told a few friends, you know, pieces of things. Cause I don't ever like to tell one person, uh, Everything. I, I did tell my uh, three members of my family pretty much everything about this. And when I had to circle back around, 
and be like, hey, this isn't going to happen. I made sure that they knew, hey, like, it's cool. I'm cool. They're cool. Like, it ain't a big deal. I'm here. I was already here. Literally nothing has to change. It was awkward to talk to my boss at work and say, hey, you know how you went through all this to do this for me? Yeah, never mind on that. So um, that's the elephant in the room. That's something that, excuse me, that I've been sitting on for at least a month, maybe two months now, Uh, really a month of the official, you know, I'm not, I'm not leaving like that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where he's, I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. Um, That's sort of what it felt like. Like, so, yeah, there are things that I'll be honest with you. Like I like Johnson city. I, I actually, I will say I love Johnson city. I have, very sentimental feelings about this place. Um, I was excited to leave, not because of Johnson City, but I was excited to start over fresh. I felt like I needed that. Um, But that also, when you're dealing with another individual, that's probably not the right reason to do it, you know? And that was the reason I was doing it. And it's a blessing that it, uh, that it fell apart the way that it did. And again, everyone's cool. Um, Again, no ill will. So, I'm here, and while I'm here, I happen to notice, just as I noticed a couple years ago, that there are things that this area needs as far as um, entertainment options. And, and again, we're in a pandemic, so it's tricky. But you know, I thought that when I was doing the talk show last year, and early this year, or early 2020, late 2019, early 2020. That that was something that while we weren't drawing massive crowds, that there was a enough of a cult following and enough of a uh, groundswell that like this is cool, and like you're kind of in on the ground floor here, and this is something that we can really turn into uh, something big. You know, on the website, I still have the video from when I was on Daytime Tri Cities talking about it because, you know, even for that three minutes, that TV show believed this was going to be a big deal too. And even though I mentioned two of the places that I perform in, both those places are closed now in that video, the point of the video remains the same. This is exactly, I would recommend if, if you get a chance when you're checking out the Nate show423.com, watch that video. It's three, four minutes. Uh, but you really get an idea of what I'm looking to create here in Johnson city. And again, there, I, there is a place that I would like to go at one point, but it's not, first of all, it's not a rush. And second of all, it's not so far away that I can't still do stuff back home here. So that's sort of where I'm at now. But for the time being, while I'm here, I'm going to give everything I've got uh, to, to this podcast, uh, to relaunching the start, relaunching the talk show uh, to some of the other creative things that, uh, you know, I, I sat, uh, you know, I sat down with, with Beth Tompkins of safe kicker media, as I mentioned at this, you know, the intro safe kicker media group, uh, she's been on the show before. We've worked countless times together doing stand-up shows, and she helped produce the talk show itself. She would come to – driving from Knoxville, like when she already has a job, she would come, you know, the day of a show, you know, old school, passing out flyers, going different places. Hey, you got to come check out this show. And we had a few people that would show up and say, hey, you know, I saw the flyer. Or, hey, you know, Beth and, and David, shout out to David Hable too, would, would come and, and talk about, you know – like David gave me this flyer, man, I, I figured I'd come check this thing out. Like 
it was cool to have that sort of old school vibe to the show. And that's something that I've always appreciated is the way that the tonight show or Dave Letterman, the way those shows used to be the way entertainment used to be. And I know that makes me sound old, uh, but I'm into that sort of thing, you know, a meeting with Beth and, and meeting with Darren as well. Um, um, and I'll talk more and more about Darren as I get to know him a little bit better as the show goes on. Uh, but there are things that we're going to do uh, creatively with using the internet and using streaming and using, you know, all the different platforms and the, the resources that we have in 2021 to create things. We have more options than ever. That's something I've talked about on the podcast as well. More options than ever. It's like, what are we doing with them and how are we using them and how are we maximizing them? That's where all this is going to be. Um, that's where the results are really going to come in. And I'm not so concerned with you know results or amount of people listening or time spent listening and all that stuff. I don't care about all that right now. What I'm looking to do is, like I said, give my all to this, create a bunch of stuff and just sort of see what happens. I do have a plan. I'm not going to reveal that plan on here. I feel like Will Arnett's character, the office season seven, we were interviewing new bosses Spoiler alert. He's like, well, I've got a three-step plan or whatever. And like, well, okay, well, what's the plan? He's like, well, I'm not just going to give you the plan. You know, that's what this sort of feels like. But, you know, the, the pieces are in place, and I'm ready to move. I'm ready to roll. It's not going to be another two months for you to hear another podcast episode. You're going to hear one soon. Uh, keep your eyes peeled to the thenateshow423.com, or if you're following me on Facebook, Instagram, I appreciate that. You check, Keep checking those as well. You'll be seeing... Uh, different stuff and you can actually if you go to the website you can actually sign up to receive email alerts whenever there's an up there's a show coming up uh, whenever there's events coming up and you can actually as well um, there's links to um, a patreon page and the twitch channel so there's gonna be stuff announced you know exclusive content on patreon uh, soon uh, I gotta finish setting that up first and then there's gonna be merchandise and t-shirts all kinds of cool stuff happening so thank you for tuning in thank you for being part of this 2021 reboot again uh happy new year to everyone thank you again joey newton for making uh the dope beat that you hear playing in the background right now and i hope to have you back again next time but if not i get it <laughs>